0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. Uh, This uh, audio is about self-talk. Normally, you would be listening to this audio on day 15. But because we're doing the back-on-track process, the power hour process, the 30-day challenge process, because we're doing it during a period of lockdown... We've uh, elected in this phase of the 30-day challenge to give you uh, walking uh, opportunities rather than sitting behind computers in your lockdown house opportunities because of the lack of you know ability to get outdoors. Uh, so all of the 30-day challenge will be done as a walking exercise. That means you may have to walk twice a day. Uh, some of the audios are... 20, 30, 40 minutes long. It's really important to realise that going for a walk uh, with the dog, is, with the earphones in, is called multitasking. Going for a walk with the kids and the dog and your mobile phone ringing from the office is called multitasking. A gratitude walk is not a multitask exercise. It's not going for a walk to get Uh, exercise plus going for a walk to get coffee plus going to walk talk to somebody plus going to walk to meet the neighbours plus going plus 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 a gratitude walk is simply an experience that you leave the indoors of your home or you sit under some uh, outdoor environment protecting you from the weather there is no dog to worry about pooing there is simply a focus for 30 minutes a day, or at lunchtime, or whenever you choose to do this, where you focus on only one thing, and that is your state of mind, your human consciousness, your leadership, your level of inspiration, your heart. 30 minutes for most people is an extraordinary long time to give focus to one thing. Most of us, uh, it's been measured can focus for around about two minutes before we'll pick up something to distract us. A cup of coffee, we'll pick up a mobile phone, we'll check our emails. And so the concentration span of the average person ranges between one and two minutes. Someone who has studied meditation for uh, 60 years uh, might be able to extend that out for 10. A person who lives in an isolated environment and has practiced the art of focus uh, through some meditational technique or hard work can keep their mind on something for a a whole day. But the ability to do that is way beyond any of us listening to this uh, audio right now including me. So let's not set ourselves up for failure here. When we go out on our gratitude walk in the morning before the sun comes up, it's not for the purpose of walking the dog, it's not for the purpose of um, uh, whistling a happy tune, and it's not for the purpose of getting exercise. What is th- for the purpose of is exposing yourself, I don't mean nakedly, exposing yourself to nature. In the process of exposing yourself to nature, what can help you concentrate on nature and listen to the audios is the realization that everything you're about to hear in the audio is nature's law. So, what I'm doing is uh, suggesting is that you a immerse yourself in nature. B, uh, make sure that you don't have things like dogs and cats that you are responsible for distracting you and kids. Uh, C, that you um, give yourself uh, the 30 minutes that's going to be necessary to listen to the podcast. Uh, D, you be around the beauty of nature and you get yourself into nature before you start listening. So that would mean that you'd maybe go in the backyard or out the front and make sure you're not going to be uh, interrupted, which may mean walking 50 metres away from your own front door. Make sure it's safe, please. But the whole purpose of the gratitude walk is immersion in nature, the observation of nature and the calming down of the rattling brain. Now, what do we know about the rattling brain? The spinning head the rattling brain goes to its subconscious during sleep and goes to its conscious during wake so once you're woken up in the night once you're awake and you get out of bed and intend to stay awake (coughs) the mind transitions between subconscious and conscious the spiritual world is open to you in the night when you sleep and the conscious material world is open to you during the day when you're awake. That's why a lot of hippies try to stay asleep all day. <laughs> um, my friend Athena, she was a, an astrologer and she got most of her uh, information from her subconscious connections, the connection to the universe and the planets. So. Athena used to sleep 19 hours a day and she worked for five. Her partner, who was my business partner that I travelled the world with doing speaking engagements, her partner um, worked for 19 hours a day and slept for five. And for most of their relationship, or the early years anyway, uh, they He was asleep while she was awake and she was awake while he was asleep and had a little crossover period as you can imagine in between. Eventually she shifted her whole time zones to meet more with uh, the real world. He taught her how to connect, uh, have uh, connection to the universe uh, in a shorter period of time. I don't know how we got off topic. The immersion in... The the gratitude walk is an immersion in nature. That is its purpose. The audios that I'm sharing with you every day, every single word I say, every single breath I take, every single uh, uh, instruction I give, every single offering that you get in the the 30 day challenge is based on a universal law of nature. And therefore, there is a harmony. There is a, a connection between what you're hearing in your ears and what you're looking at in nature and very often it's possible to say oh I know what Chris is trying to say in this audio that he's communicating uh, over the iPhone I know what Chris is trying to say because I can see it in nature now we're bringing all the senses into one place we see it feel it hear it uh, smell it taste it so if we can bring all the senses into one place into one experience we are in a state of inspiration great leadership uh, unconditional love it's just a matter of getting all the senses to do one thing all together focus on one thing one of the senses is feeling and today i just want to talk to you about that words matter the way we talk to each other matters But most importantly the way we talk to ourselves is even more critical. The most important conversations we have are the ones that take place in our heads. It's a constant internal dialogue and it's what we call self-talk. It isn't just idle chatter. This self-talk is instrumental in creating our sense of identity it's the ever deepening story we tell ourselves about who we are and we if we're going to make ev- evolutionary change in the way you lead and look after yourself and the way you handle things and the way you deal with things and the way you, uh, way you aspire to things at work and the way you talk to other people and talk to yourself we need to address the stories so let's think about it you know the script I can't do this, yes you can, keep going, oh no, this is killing me, come on, you can do it, oh, but it's too hard. And so it goes on. At the highest levels of human performance, among the stars and up in the mountains of the Himalayas and in the Olympics, the difference between people and their physical ability is really pretty small. It would be the same at work. The difference between people in their uh, intelligence and the difference between people in their uh, uh, academic knowledge is quite small. But what separates those who make it and make it over and over again from those who don't isn't really their technical ability, isn't really their motivation. It's their mental strength. Now, as you already know, positive thinking is one of the big habits people talk about all the time in terms of developing mental strength. What you're going to learn in this program is that positive thinking may not be wise, but a version of it may be wise. And our version of positive self-talk and positive thinking is, instead of saying, I want, I want to only know that there is positive I want to see everything positive which is going to lead to depression and you're going to hear more about that later on what we try to say is I see the balance I see the negative therefore I'm not naive I see the positive and therefore I'm balanced but I focus on the positive now this self-talk becomes critical because until self-talk changes, nothing changes. And the reason I've put this audio up the front in the very early uh, preliminary parts of your uh, 30-day challenge is that if throughout the course of the 30-day challenge you don't address your self-talk, if it stays the same and you run the same script, you, you, you do your gratitude walk for 30 minutes and you run the same script for the next two, uh, 23 hours and 30 minutes, when you're not doing the 30-day challenge, then uh, nothing's going to change. So positive self-talk is critical to a positive mind. Every athlete, every executive, every entrepreneur, every mother in labour can talk themselves through pain and control their efforts through their internal dialogue. It's critical that we get this right. You already know when you talk yourself down, your performance suffers. When you talk yourself up, your performance improves. This positive self-talk can be learnt, improved and used to drive yourself forward even in the face of significant challenge. And that's what we're going to do right now. The first thing to know is that there are three important types of self-talk technically we would call it motivational instructional and reward but i prefer parent adult and child first and the one that's most familiar to you is the motivational s- self-talk or the parent now this includes a- affirmations and mini pep talks you use to get yourself going it's like a, ha- how how you talk yourself into and out of everything you do. Things like, I can do this, or you can make partner, or I can rebound from this and fall in love again. A bit like the force uh, in uh, Star Wars, however, motivational self-talk has a light side and a dark side, a positive and a negative manifestation. Negative motivational self-talk, which is negative uh, parent, because uh, motivational self-talk is the parent acting like a coach. Negative motivational self-talk is the voice of the doubter, the inner skeptic whispering in your ear. And as you well know, you whisper in somebody's ear negative thoughts long enough they get to become the truth. So it's the voice you hear on those awful days when errors happen at work or you have a falling out with someone you hope to you would f- fall in love with ever. It's hissing, there's no way I'm going to make it. Everybody seems to be happier and better than me. It's the voice telling you you're getting tired. You should back off, settle for less, resign, find an easier life, give up, lower your hopes. With negative motivational self-talk, you try to convince yourself That it's not worth the effort. It's like the cosmic Wi-Fi stuck on a dark channel broadcasting negativity inside your head. And when you listen to that dark channel, those messages clearly tell you to give up or back off or get angry. And you know what? You start to give up. While you're on your gratitude walk right now or wherever you are, make sure it's safe. And just close your eyes for a minute. So imagine that you're at work and something's not going to plan. You've missed a sale. You've uh, had a quarrel with somebody. And a voice inside your head starts saying, there you go again. you failed. You're not going to make it. This is not going to work. You're not doing well. You're not going to get your bonus this year. You're not going to get promoted. It's like a coach telling you the worst possible information. And that self-talk inside your head, you can open your eyes now. Makes you feel bad. And I'm sure right now, after doing that to yourself, and if I did it for longer, you would feel terrible. You would really feel down in the dumps. And we react when we're down in the dumps uh, with an antidote. Uh, either we drink more coffee or get angry at somebody or withdraw and the consequence the effect comes from the cause and the cause uh, uh, in nearly everything we do is self-talk and so the parent still uh, even though we might be uh, at the ripe old age of 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years old the parent we had when we were a child still has a voice inside our head if we haven't learned to change it. When this negative motivational self-talk, when this negative parent comes in your brain, don't blame your mum and dad, by the way, it's our willingness to repeat this stuff that's the problem. You're probably right now not looking forward to the challenging yourself on a, on a walk, or you're not looking forward to going to the office tomorrow, or you're not looking forward to working with a certain boss because the negative self talk has created a script. So, if you're using negative motivational self talk, even unconsciously during a working day, during a workout, or in your relationship, you're dragging yourself down, sapping your own energy, and negating most of the benefits all the hard work you put in. That's the power self-talk and words have inside your mind. But when you change the station, tune into more positive station, a higher frequency, amazing things can happen. Now this is the radical difference. If you're looking at nature out there, you'll see some plants thriving and some plants not. Some trees are going well and some parts of the trees are not. And this ultimately reveals that we have a massive control over whether we let the light in or whether we don't. Whether we let positive information in that gives us direction and aligns us with what we want, or whether we let negative self-talk and doubt become the core of our internal dialogue. And nothing affects us more. So when your self-talk is phrased in a supportive, motivation and goal-focused way, such as a parent would, such as a typical loving parent would encourage us, you'll feel your emotions change. Your body language will become more focused. And what seems like sometimes a really big challenge, it evaporates before your very eyes so you can see the opportunity right in front of you. In other words, you believe in yourself. And taking back this responsibility and recognizing there's a parent in your mind, and you can use that parent in your mind to create motivational self talk, (coughs) pardon me, is a really critical part of life. Close your eyes again. You're doing great. Well done. You're doing just fine. Wow, look how you got through that. What a great effort. That's the way to do it. You know you'll get there. You're doing perfect. You're moving in the direction of partner. You're moving in direction of being paid more. You're moving in the direction of building your brand, building your life. Oh, this relationship is really growing and evolving with you wow these people love you they will stay with you forever wow you're bringing up the kids just the way they love And open your eyes again motivational self-talk is a choice inside your mind and i'm sure you're feeling better right now just from this short conversation and this is nature we have free will You're probably looking forward to really, really heading to work or heading into that next opportunity at the end of a small session of motivational self-talk of parent. It doesn't matter whether you're sitting in a meeting and just waiting for the end of it because it's boring or whether you're sitting on a screen video uh, listening to something you don't want to hear. If you can use motivational self-talk Use the parent inside your brain as a coach would speak affirmatively to anybody. Now it's really important when you do this to say the word you to talk in the third person because that engages the parent part of your brain. If you're like most people, you're probably better at talking yourself down than cheering yourself on. We're going to change that. To effectively use motivational self-talk, there are two things you need to practice. First, as I said earlier, <clears throat> you need to talk yourself a- a- as a third person. You say you instead of I. Research into positive self talks shows that it's more effective when you talk to yourself in the second person, much like a coach would talk to you. So instead of I can do this, you say you can do this. This simple change can make all the difference. Second, and this is the obvious part, you need to look for the bright side of everything. Now what we've said earlier, there's always two sides to everything. That's the higher mind, that's the higher consciousness, that's the awareness that you're bringing into this program and you're going to take forward for the rest of your life. There's a balance. And an emotion is an imbalanced thought. So to balance an emotion, what we have to do is always look for the good and the bad in everything. Look for the balance. And practice that. That's going to be tomorrow or the next day when you do the discard form, the emotional shower. The skill, however, is to spontaneously look for the bright side in every difficult situation. And that is counter-cultural. Because most people are invested in talking about the negative of everything, COVID, the news, the car accident around the corner, somebody's illness, what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that. And so most people are conditioned to converse with you in the negative. What you need to do is step away from the pack in your motivational self-talk, in your adult, in your parent, in your mind, and say, I'm going to know there's two sides to everything I'm going to know there's a negative I'm going to know there's a positive I'm going to focus on the positive I'm going to see the bright side of everything and that is leadership that is leadership and that is a relationship let's imagine you're in a meeting and the tension is really high and someone is really giving you the shits you're struggling to take the lead feeling insecure almost shy and you feel that you're Going to bust out and say something stupid or be asked a question and get all personal in your answer. Negative self-talk says, oh man, I'm struggling here. Positive self-talk says, this is exactly what you need. It's making you stronger. Negative self-talk says, I'm not getting any better. Positive self-talk says, you're moving forward. You're learning from this. Negative self-talk says, I'm embarrassed, I'm fearful, I should just get out the door and let them get on with it. Positive self-talk says, this is how you should be feeling. The others are struggling too. They'll give up before you do. Make sense? Great. Let's move on. The second type of self-talk is instructional. This is the adult. And this is that detail-oriented, over-watchful voice, the coach in your head, who keeps telling you what to do. It's the judge scrutinizing your every movement. It's what we call the adult. Effective instructional self-talk is focused on the specifics of technique, on the mechanics of how to do things properly that's the adult keep your back straight focus on the now stay calm get your breathing under control instructional self-talk isn't just about physical movement however and form it's also about your attitude that's when your instructional self-talk kicks in telling you things like you need to get creative about how you're overco- gonna, you you need to get creative like uh, in how you overcome this just focus and think about what's happening around you You just see the balance, think gratitude to get through this. And that's how you use the adult, the instructor in your mind, to give you clear instruction as to what to do. So when you combine motivational and instructional self talk with a thought, with the ability to see the balance, you can focus more effectively on overcoming challenges even when you're deep in the pain cave. Let's imagine you've had a rough day and you're in a lousy mood and when you get home you still have a lot of work to do and you certainly don't feel like going out, doing your uh, emotional shower, going out and doing some exercise or even cooking a good dinner and you start to talk yourself down. Uh, you're too tired. Don't do not do the exercise. You You're not very organised. This is your fault. Why don't you have a glass of wine? This is really going to set you back. Your exercise program and therefore your health is going to go off the rails. You've heard all that self-talk. But because you're dedicated and because you're committed to staying in the top three levels of the consciousness cone and you don't want the negative consequences of being in the bottom four levels, and you want to serve people by being in the top four levels, and you can only serve them in the top four levels, three levels, you're going to throw up a stop sign to that negative mindset. And you're going to stop that thought. And we're going to redirect your thinking towards more positive thinking. So engaging a motivational self-talk first, you tell yourself, "Ah, you can get your workout in. You know you can do it you know you can do it. If you really try, you can make it happen. Following it up with instructional self-talk, you say, just get home, get your gear on, go for a walk. Just get home, skip the bottle of wine. No excuses. In no time, you'll have pulled yourself together with a renewed determination focused on what's possible and positive. Instead of letting the thoughts continually ruminate in your own mind and create their own reality, you intervene with active self-talk. And until a person makes these changes in their self-talk, nothing changes. It's all fraudulent. It's all temporary uh, change. So we want to engage this level of your ability to affect the parent and the adult the motivator and the instructor in your mind to direct you to, a, firstly, motivate you with your you, like a coach, and say positive, speak the positive. And secondly, as an instructor, be very clear that it can be done. Already, you're way further ahead than if you had talked yourself down. And as we've already learned... In this in this uh, audio the more you do it the deeper your neural pathways become and the more easily you'll bring positive motivational and instructional self-talk to your life it becomes for me after doing this for not very long really it becomes for me automatic and i find it extraordinary to hear m- m- different people um, even my own partner who's an athlete It becomes really uh, shocking to hear the way people talk to themselves when this part of it is so important and so simple. By the time your situation comes around you'll automatically talk to yourself into peak performance and achieve things you probably wouldn't have achieved otherwise. It's not a fight with your brain. It's just an instruction. Tell the parent that's in your mind, the coach, to speak to you in the affirmative. You can do this. Secondly, tell the instructor in your mind to be clear on how. And lastly, let's talk about the child. Positive behaviour in children is known to develop on the basis of positive feedback. There was once a time where smacking a child or giving them negative feedback was considered the best way to corral a child into positive, into acting in a positive way, into growing. But the psychologists <clears throat> the world over have come to realise that negative reward, negative punishment, pales to insignificant compared to positive feedback. And so we have a child also in our mind that has self-talk, that in a sense, wants in a way, wants to be punished if they do bad and wants to be rewarded if they do good, but we need to overcome this. We need to continually give ourselves affirmative child reward. This is when you say to yourself, well done for getting through that meeting. Well done for uh, turning up on this call today. Well done for going out the back and doing uh, uh, a gratitude walk. Well done for stepping through the challenges. Well done. It's not just praise for praise's sake. Reward self-talk, the child, really helps to build self-confidence. Now you would have thought that the adult or the parent was the source of self-confidence, but it's not. Those both voices, as they imply, are outside of us, coaching us. And in a sense, they have the confidence, we don't. They are sort of voices of a, of a coach telling you what to do, but if you don't tell yourself what to do, or don't reward yourself, that that reliance on an external voice sabotages us, and so this third child, the part that's so often missing in people's lives, the child that got wounded or the child that got hurt or the child that got punished, is still talking in its in its in its mind, unwilling to reward itself and this really does lead to some very sad situations it leads to got to should. Over and over again. So we want to build our self-confidence. And when your confidence goes up, your mindset grows even more positive. You'll strengthen and your motivation starts to go through the roof. It's important to reward yourself for hard work. You use phrases like, well done, you smashed it this time. That was an amazing effort. You're getting so much stronger. Of course, Sometimes you'll slump into negative self-talk when you might not do as well as you'd hoped to. You'll say, oh, you gave up too soon. You should have done better. That was a terrible effort. When those thoughts start to intrude, throw up your stop sign. Just throw up your hand. Physically, put your hand up in a stop sign and redirect those thoughts into a more positive reward talk like, you tried hard. Next time you'll make it all the way. Well done. You really pushed it and found some new limits. You have so much more inside of you and you know you can give it next time. The voice is talking to a child. So all three voices are you. We, we're not arguing that, but one is acting as a, as a parent, one is acting as an adult, the instructor, and the other one is acting as, a, a, as the coach of a child. It's not the child talking, it's you talking to the child. You can now recognise the three types of self-talk. Motivational, instruction and reward, parent, adult, child. Now it's time to improve how you talk to yourself. Here's what to do next. For the next three serious days, for the next three hours of your day, listen to your self-talk before, during and after work. Don't pass judgment on it. Just listen to what you're saying. And as soon as you finish each of those three sessions, three working days or three exercises or three meetings, write down how you how you are talking to yourself in each of the three areas of parent, adult, child. You don't have to write down everything, just phrases that you hear a lot. Be honest Get the positive and the negative aspects of your conversations with yourself. If you find that you don't say anything to yourself in a particular area, well, you'll have to make a note of that too because this three levels of self-talk is critical. Once you've done that, in the next column, write down a few ideas on how you can improve your self-talk. Pay close attention to the things you're saying. For example, if you find that you don't use any reward talk at all, then be sure to write down a, a few reward phrases that you can start using. When you're done, and you've done it three times for three different days or three different work sessions, you'll have a good starter list of positive self-talk phrases that you can start using immediately. And as you begin using them, you may find that some are more effective in motivating you than others. And that's to be expected. Everyone is different. And just like every, everything you've learned so far, you'll need to practice, practice and practice between performances. Improve it and make it a habit. Keep paying attention to your self-talk. In subsequent days of work and in subsequent events, become your own best cheerleader. Believe in yourself. Be the one that screams your name all the way to glory. You can, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this.